Hello, welcome and welcome back to Embodied Living with Christy. I am Christy, your host of this little podcast. I am, as always, happy to be here today. I'm happy that you are here listening. I know that I have a few maybe not necessarily new listeners. I don't know, but I've had more listens of each episode. So one of my intentions at the beginning of this year was to grow the podcast and that seems to be happening. So that's very exciting. So if you're new, that is why I say welcome. If you are not new, that is why I say welcome back at the beginning of every episode. And I still have a little bit of a cough and kind of a scratchy throat so I apologize right off the bat for that I wish it would go away Um, but it hasn't gone away yet so still dealing with that this episode is going to be almost like a stream of consciousness episode um, which is going to be something a little bit different I feel like because generally I have a specific topic or, you know, something that I'm here to talk about or share about or, um, you know, tools or things to offer you, (coughs) but I don't really have any specific topic for today, but I also wanted to come and record an episode because as tough as it is, sometimes I am trying to be more consistent with, you know, releasing episodes. Sometimes it doesn't go all that well. But anyway, here I am. So yeah, stream of consciousness, which is normally kind of how I do like my journaling, especially when I'm doing morning pages. It's just really to kind of empty out the brain and it can be a really, a really great tool to not only empty out the brain, especially if there's lots of things you've kind of been turning over in your mind, but also to gain insights and awarenesses. I know like when I was doing morning pages a few months ago, or maybe even last year, I don't know when that was the first time I started doing it. um, And I've mentioned this before, just the awarenesses that I was able to tap into just from starting out writing as a stream of consciousness just like dumping out everything that was on my mind and and that I was thinking about everything that I was feeling and so this is going to be kind of like that but just in in podcast form so if you're not really into that or if you're not really into the episodes where I share more personally about myself you may want to skip this one of course I invite and and welcome you to stay uh it's it I mean, it's going to probably be slightly rambling. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's it's going to be more just of a healing kind of episode for me personally. Uh, and we'll see where we go. I did pull two cards for us. Um, so when do I want to get into that? I think I'll read those after if I remember. <clears throat> So let's just dive in. I'm enjoying my second iced coffee of the day. Um, I took 7.5 milligrams of edible last night. Normally, I take um, 5 milligrams. 
I like the little caramels that I can get at the store here in town and I'll take that at like 7 or 7 30 and then by the time we go to bed usually like we're in bed by nine and then I watch tv for a little bit and Scott usually falls asleep um that gets me into a really nice kind of just like relaxed sort of just ready to go to sleep and I sort of like sink into the bed I and, and my feeling of my body sort of you know just feels very heavy um and that's kind of a really nice way that I like to fall asleep last night I decided to take a little bit more um just because I wanted to have more of that kind of experience of feeling a little bit more <laughs> and kind of loopy or high I guess and so yes I took 7.5 at about quarter to eight and um I was sitting up and I was watching tv <coughs> and they kicked in probably about quarter to nine they started to kick in so it only took about an hour and I was loopy <laughs> and I think I mentioned last week or maybe in 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 a fairly recent episode that I just don't really have much of a tolerance because you know I I never smoked never did drugs never uh, really didn't even drink um you know throughout my later teen years and I I had a spurt where when I was with my one ex um I was drinking quite a bit but even then um, you know, never smoked weed or anything. And now I don't, like, I don't really drink alcohol. All I do is take edibles, uh, a few times a week. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't have <laughs> much of a tolerance and yeah, they kicked in and gosh, I don't, I hardly even remember getting up and going to bed last night and I passed out pretty hard. And, um, <laughs> we were getting to bed. It was probably like 10 after nine and you know I was closing the curtains and everything and and normally I get in and I, I, as I'm gonna get ready for bed I turn the tv on and I didn't do that last night and Scott Scott said to me oh he's like you're you're going to sleep like you're going to bed bed <laughs> I'm like yes and so I passed out and that was fine but today um I'm feeling still a little bit out of body and which in human terms, we might, I might say that I'm feeling lightheaded, um, <clears throat> just feeling a little bit ungrounded. And so for me, that's, that's just that out of bodiness of, um, yeah, of, of how that works for me. So I've been crocheting, um, like crazy still. I've taken a break from doilies and I'm going to make myself a blanket, um, not that I need to because I have, like, I have so many blankets, but sometimes it's nice to kind of switch gears and, and make myself something a little, like, larger like that. Um, so that's kind of what I've been up to. That's what I'm going to get up to for the most part today. Um, I do need to do a little bit of house cleaning and cleaning the floors. I've really been putting that off because I hate... Uh, I hate the actual act of like cleaning usually and it's not even that actually it's just like getting myself up and and like just starting as I'm doing it it's fine and then afterwards I always feel so great because I 
can tap into the house and the household as like an energetic being, which maybe sounds weird to say, but just the the energy of your house after you clean it is so like much better. <laughs> so I know that after I get things clean, I will feel better as well. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of of actually doing it. And I, gosh, I don't remember the last time I cleaned the floors, which is bad to say, but with our our dog, Brooke, who has been in poor health, um, you know, peeing on the floor and things like that, I was kind of in the mindset of like, what's like, what's the point? Um, but last week on Friday morning, today's Thursday, so, well, a week ago, I guess, Thursday, um, Scott booked her in for her appointment to have her put down and we went Friday morning and we did that. Um, so it's been, uh, of course I'm going to get emotional because I haven't really, (laughs) I haven't really, um, had much of like an emotional release, a, a real, like one where I really just let myself kind of go, um, Uh, since then. So anyway, it's been um, emotional this week for me because, well, I mean, obviously that's an emotional thing, but Monday, (coughs) excuse me, when Jake went to school and Scott went to work, it was just me and Luna here. And Luna's my younger dog. I mean, she's our dog, but she's, she's very much a, a mama's girl. She's my soul dog. I've mentioned her before. Um, so it was just us two here and it really was just felt so weird. It just being the, like the two of us, um, here at home in the house. And so I had a pretty, probably Monday was the, the roughest day I've had so far in terms of, you know, Brooke being gone. Um, we, yeah, we, we took her on Friday to have her put down and that was like probably one of, if not the worst thing I've ever experienced (laughs) in my life. Um, just in terms of like emotions and I mean, I've gone through some shit in my life. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about this if, if you're a longtime listener or if you know me personally, um, you know, abusive relationships and, 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 and things like that. And, um, and, you know, grandparents passing away or, or, you know, having cancer and you know, they're about to pass away and you're kind of just in that like waiting stage. So I've gone through things like that and I've, I've gone through grief and, and emotional things and pain and hurt, but whew, this was, this was really a whole other level. I'm going to try really hard not to cry because I, <laughs> I feel like I cry so often um, not so often, but I just don't really, uh, I'll let, I'll let myself cry after I'm finished recording this. Um, yeah, just with even me being 
so in tune with animals. I mean, I've done episodes talking about the energy of animals and I work very closely with the energy of animals in my sessions that I even do for humans and I I do sessions on animals and just being very tuned in with them. Um, It was that much harder in that sense, but also I feel like in a way it made it easier for me as well so it's this really weird like push-pull sort of thing because you know for uh, of course I'm not great at time so I'd say for the last like month or so maybe before um, she passed on she was very much just like not there anymore like really like if we're going to talk in terms of like a soul and then a physical body her soul had very much moved on already it's just her physical body was still going like she just wasn't like herself anymore um so we knew that it was time and there is also I hope I don't sound like a terrible person for saying this, but there is also a little bit of that sense of relief, um, not only for them, because you know it's the right thing to do and, and you know it was time because you don't want them to be in pain, you don't want them to be hurting, but also a sense of relief for myself as well, just because number one, you know that they're they're not hurting anymore. But number two, even just the, the decrease in my stress levels and not always having to kind of be on alert of, um, you know, I can't tell me, tell you how many times I would look over at her and she's sleeping on her little dog bed and I'm watching her and looking at her to, you know, see if she's still breathing or you know okay she's been asleep for a couple hours now she's up she's wandering around the house she probably has to go outside like she can't bark or cry to ask to go outside anymore so you know it was just a lot of like being on edge and also just knowing like what was coming whether she was going to pass away on her own or we were going to have to have her put down that was very emotional and exhausting (coughs) and again it sort of comes back to that thing of like waiting you know it's that exhausting um emotional waiting that's happening and and when you know what's coming um so you know that was that was last friday and then saturday um I went to work and it was a very, very busy day at work because Mother's Day was the next day and we were having a sale on. So I didn't really even have like a moment uh, to think about it on Saturday because I was kind of worried. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I feel pretty good. Like I feel not pretty good, but I feel okay. Um, So I'm not going to, you know, say that I, I can't come in on Saturday And, you know, excuse me, I still had this worry though of like, okay, you know, what if I have, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it and I'm crying and someone walks into the store and and I'm crying and, you know, whatever. But no, it was fine. Sunday was Mother's Day. We had my family over for brunch and then we had Scott's family for supper. So we were busy that day as well. Um, So just those distractions, right? And then Monday came, as I said, and it was just me and Luna here and that was when it it hit me a little bit more and I was quite emotional on Monday um 
and just been kind of just since then settling into life and the household without Brooke. Um, You know, Scott had Brooke already for several years when him and I first met and started dating. So I've never known him without her. Um, Luna has never known other than, you know, the first eight weeks of her life or whatever, however old she was when I first got her, but she has never known life without Brooke. Um, and so I was quite emotional as well. Just the aspect of worrying and wondering how Luna was feeling or kind of, you know, like what she was thinking, you know, Brooke left and she never came back. And (laughs) that, that was probably one of, for a couple days, that was really all I thought about was Luna, (laughs) which maybe sounds weird to say, but oh, my precious baby, she's sleeping on the floor over there. Um, so yeah, you know, now it's, it's just kind of odd because I was saying this to my sister yesterday, you know, it hasn't even been a week since she's been gone, but literally it feels like it's been months or even years already. And you guys know me, like my, my human grasp of time is just not there. Um, I'm very out of body when it comes to time. And so, you know, I think, I think that's not just a me thing though. I think that a lot of us experience that, you know, I think about my grandma, Uh, my grandma Diane, who I have talked about before on the, on the podcast, and we were very close. And so she passed away when I was 20, which was 15 years ago. Um, Well, 15, yeah, 15 years ago this year, it was just in April here, about a month ago. (coughs) And, you know, I would say for the first probably 10 years of her being gone, It didn't feel like that long, but it also felt like so much longer than that. And the past couple years, I've really noticed, especially even right now as I'm talking about it, I have really noticed how now it's feeling a lot more like 50 years. And I mean, I'm not even 50 yet. I'm I'm, I'm 35, so I don't have a physical grasp on what 50 years feels like but it feels like a very long time like she's not obviously I remember her I have memories of her but she's not really like when I think about her I don't remember a lot of the specifics if that makes sense so it's it's feeling like a lot longer than 15 years um you know, when we first moved here out to the acreage, and I'm kind of getting into the concept of time now, um, when we first moved out here, (coughs) um, I remember pulling off the highway down to the gravel road that leads to our house and thinking, I feel like this is the most natural, normal thing, and as though I have been doing it for years and years and years and years. Like we've been living here for the past, you know, 20 years. That's what it felt like, even though we, it, it had been like only a few months at that point in time. Um, so, you know, I just, I honestly think about time a lot and our perception of time and um, 
it especially pops into my mind when I am high or, you know, the next day I'll get thinking about that because, and I've talked about this before, how when I'm so out of body, time really, really doesn't exist. And last night, um, it's just one of the most wild things for me to like feel or experience. Uh, last night we got into bed and when I'm high, even when I'm not, like if I'm not really feeling it, quote unquote, feeling it all that much. And again, I've talked about this, but when I close my eyes, it's like immediately I am out of this concept of time. Like I'm outside of that. And because I'm, I just, it's like such an out of body thing. And last night was like, it was like amped up because I had taken more than I usually take and I was really, really feeling it. Um, And it's so funny because feeling so out of body, but I also am very much like in the awareness of what's going on. So it's, it's always kind of like a a crazy thing to think about. Um, But we lay down, shut the lamp off and I, I closed my eyes and Scott was, you know, beside me. And right away, I was like out of it. Like I was like almost asleep almost as soon as I closed my eyes. But it's not even that I'm asleep. It's just that I'm like, it's almost like I enter this like meditative thing where I am just so like within my own energy and what's going on outside of me, I don't really... Like, I'm not so tapped into that or, like, aware of that, right? It's it's leaving that physical and experiencing things in a different way. Um, And he kind of, like, you know, usually he'll just kind of reach over and rub my shoulder or he'll grab my butt or whatever, you know, before we fall asleep and just kind of, like, a little good night thing. <coughs> and he did that after I had closed my eyes and I remember laying there thinking, okay, in real time, it has probably been about 10 seconds since I closed my eyes, but it feels like it's been half an hour since I closed my eyes and he reached over and touched my arm or whatever it was. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like I said, it's so funny, f- like feeling both of those things so being so out of body but also like being out of body out of body and being the observer of myself being out of body I don't honestly know if any of this makes sense as I said I'm still pretty um (laughs) I'm still pretty out of it this morning so we're about 22 minutes in I feel like I've been talking for an hour I don't really remember (laughs) (laughs) even what I've some of what I've been saying and talking about so that gives you an idea of um you know whatever all of this and so yeah time is weird time is funny I like thinking about time I like um kind of just being able to experience these different ins and outs of of time and how I experience it when I'm very much in my physical body compared to when I'm not. And yeah, so that's been cool. What else has been going on for me? I've been reading a lot, 
which has been feeling really good. Um, when I'm crocheting, I like to watch something or listen to podcasts. Um, but I've really just been like annoyed with watching and even listening to podcasts where I just like, it's almost like I have like this ADHD quality where, you know, I'll watch something for 10 minutes and then I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like watching this and then I'll change it and then I'll watch for a little bit. No, I don't really feel like watching this. So, um, I've been reading more, which has been really, really great. I love books. I love to read. I, I, as lo- I have for as long as I can remember. Um, so that's been feeling really good. And yeah, I don't even know what else. It's been, what day was really nice? I think Tuesday, um, Monday, it rained most of the day. Um, Tuesday, it was nice. So Luna and I got outside a little bit. Uh, and then yesterday I was at work and had uh, quite a slow day at work, which was okay because I got a lot of other stuff done. And yeah, today I am, it's cloudy out, it's windy, we're supposed to be having a lot more rain. Scott and I were hoping um, like a week or two ago, we would be able to plant the garden this weekend, but I don't think that's going to be happening, especially if it does rain a whole bunch more over the next couple days. Today's Thursday. Um, So that's a little bit disappointing, but hopefully not this weekend, but next weekend, then we'll be able to get the garden in. And what else? Um, I don't know. Um, So we brought Brooke home and Scott buried her uh, just underneath our front windows in what I used last year as a flower garden. So he buried her there and we're going to create that into a little perennial garden. Uh, So I picked up some peonies, some irises and some lilies from Walmart a couple days ago and we're gonna plant those and lay some mulch down and make it really nice I also bought a bleeding heart and that's a really special thing to me because when I was a kid my grandma and grandpa same grandma I was talking about before had bleeding hearts out in their yard and I've tried to get bleeding hearts started for probably the past two or three well since we've been out on the acreage and we even had We even had a few bleeding hearts, I think, when we lived in town still. Um, When I planted some seedlings here a couple months ago, I planted a couple of bleeding heart, uh, like, they're not a bulb, but, you know, similar to that, just in little pots to try to get them started, but they never, ever sprouted or bloomed. So anyway, when I was at Walmart the other day, I saw they have some that are already like they're not full grown, but they're established and it even has some flowers on it. Um, If you don't know what a bleeding heart is, go and Google it. Um, Not only do they hold a special place in my heart, but they're actually just, you know, they're very beautiful. The thing is, they need they don't like the full sun and we, when we moved here, it was literally just a bare piece of land. There wasn't even like an approach or a lane. So we've literally built from scratch. We have a tree line on the west side that runs um, north-south, 
but we that's all we have for trees so there's no shady spots like in our yard area the only shade we have is on the other side of the house which would be like our quote-unquote front yard but we don't really have a yard we just have like a driveway area with crushed rock so I'm kind of debating like trying to decide where I'm going to plant this bleeding heart if I want to just plant it in like a bigger size planter and set it out front like by our front step or you know that way I can kind of move it around or if I want to find a permanent spot for it I don't know um so that's just kind of something I've been thinking about as well all right um I think that's all of my rambling but let's get into the couple of cards that I pulled so these are not just for me the cards are for you as well um one other thing I will say I I haven't like kept up to date I don't really follow much or pay attention or I haven't been for the past quite a few months to um even like full moons eclipses anything any of that astrology stuff really even anything that's going on um in terms of like the the stuff that you know is going on in the cosmos that can have an effect on us but I believe there's a full moon eclipse that's coming up on like Sunday or Monday. I don't know which day for sure. I think Mercury just went into retrograde. Just a little few things I've been seeing on social media that have popped up. So obviously they need to be in my awareness. Um, Shit has been feeling weird and wild and not human not quote-unquote normal at all. I shared a meme this morning on my Instagram. Um, (laughs) You'll have to go look at it um, if you're listening to this right away and it will still be up on my story. But yeah, been really feeling a lot of things and no things and it's just been weird. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the collective right now. The first card that I pulled, I wanted to pull a from like more of a grounding space. So the first card I pulled from the Mystical Shaman Oracle, because this is a very, um, I perceive this anyway, to be a very earthy grounding deck. And the card that I pulled was fire. So let's read through the guidebook and then we'll see if anything else comes up. So the essence of this card Fire consumes anything that it touches. The flames remind us of the impermanent nature of reality and how situations can quickly transform into beauty or chaos. Fire is passion and its dancing flames invite us to reach to the sky. Warmth and light are heavenly, yet too much heat can scorch us. To fully step into the energy of fire is to be utterly transformed like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Warm your hands and your heart by your inner fire. Let it burn away your hardships. Let it consume your pain and your sorrow. Has life become too rigid, too cold, or too superficial? Light a candle or make a bonfire and toss into the flames everything that has become stiff and painful. Give it all to the fire for rapid transformation. And then the final little part of this card. Are you feeling too fiery? Have you been reactive and short-tempered toward others? This card has come to tell you that all fiery emotions dictated at others can backfire at you. 
It's not a good idea to play with fire when you are out of balance or angry. Now is not the time to act or react. It's time to tame and befriend your inner fire so it does not scorch you. Okay, when I first pulled this card, the first word that came up for me was cleansing. Fire can be taken to be a very cleansing element. So if there are things that you feel like you need to be cleansed of, maybe when the weather is appropriate, have a little bonfire. Write those things out, even just in bullet point form, throw them into the fire. And you might feel silly or you might feel like this isn't really going to do anything, but energetically it's going to help, okay? I promise. The next thing that came up when I pulled this card and then even read through the description is there's something going on right now where you are being not required, like that's too harsh of a word, but you are being invited to turn within and get in touch with that natural inner warmth within yourself, okay? So, you know, for example, if you look outside of yourself, if your eyes are pointed outwards and you're looking at things that are happening in the world and it's it's feeling emotionally cold and difficult, turn your eyes and your attention and your energy inwards, okay? Go within. And Lord knows, I have talked about this. I have, (laughs) you know, I've quote unquote preached about this, but go within, okay? So that's just a little bit of insight and invitation. I also pulled an animal card just because you guys know me. And I pulled the hawk. So, the sharp eyes of the hawk watch our every move. This keen-eyed bird has the ability to see every little detail as well as the bigger picture. When this card appears, fate has its eyes on you and the winds are shifting. It is said that the hawk carries news upon its wings and is sent from divinity itself to deliver it. The message should not be taken lightly. Though it may seem small or insignificant, it will eventually redirect your course. So when the hawk energy is in balance, you're able to see, quote unquote, see clearly, um, and you're intuitive. When it's out of balance, you're seeing a little bit too much or you're suspicious. To bring this into balance is going to require a perspective shift, okay? So how I would personally sort of um, interpret this card when we're looking at the hawk, even as the guidebook said, it has the ability to see, it's like this all-encompassing sort of ability to see. So it sees the overall, but it can also see and, and pick out the smaller details and the smaller things as well. So there's this element here of <clears throat> being tapped into the collective, but also being able to tap into yourself. And that also sort of ties in with the fire card, how I mentioned about going within. Um I feel like for some of you, this could be applying specifically to things that are going on in your life individually. Um, So sit with that for a little bit 
and and think about that I just feel like there's there's this thing of um like what is this it's it's the ability to use your intuition and to listen to your your gut feelings and I know the hawk is all about seeing quote unquote, seeing rather than feeling, but there's these things that are kind of working in tandem here. So using that clear seeing, that intuitive ability um, to see what's going on in this situation in your life, and then also being able to feel and listen into what's your gut telling you. Um, like the, 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 quote unquote brain intuition and it's not brain obviously but the 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 mind intuition is very much linked with that um you know we've maybe heard it called the gut brain um so they're both very wise and in and and sort of all-knowing and intuitive aspects of yourself that are we're wanting those to meet up and connect and be able to work with each other um, so think about that. What's going on in your life? Are there situations or maybe one specific situation where you've been confused or things just have been feeling weird um, or, you know, just feeling kind of out of sorts or just off? First of all, your ability to pick up on that is a very much an intuitive thing. Okay, so if you've been feeling that, but maybe you've been listening to me talk and thinking, I'm not very intuitive. I have trouble tapping into this for myself. If you're picking up on vibes that are off or feel weird to you, that's your intuition. That's your gut, right? That's your ability to sense and sort of like suss things out beyond the physical reality, beyond what your five physical senses are experiencing. So keep that in mind as well. Um, and you know, if, if, if there are things or if there are things you're already consciously aware of, or if there's things that you over the next few days or few weeks have awarenesses, or you kind of figure out, or you realize what's going on, use that element of fire to cleanse. Maybe not always on the physical level. You're not going to go burn someone's house down or, you know, anything like that. Obviously, please don't do anything like that. Um, but, you know, again, just jotting things down on a piece of paper, even just doing like a brain dump or doing like a stream of consciousness, write it down on some paper and throw it in the bonfire and and cleanse things that way. Okay, so I will leave it at this. This is a little bit of a longer episode than I usually do, which I don't know if you guys enjoy that or not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> If you didn't mind, or if you really enjoyed this type of episode where I'm just doing more of a stream of consciousness, please let me know. I honestly, it's one of my favorite things when you guys reach out to me and you say, hey, I've been listening to your podcast and I really love it, or it really resonates, or it's really been helping me, or, um, you know, something specific that you heard. Please let me know. I really <coughs> not only appreciate the feedback, I just love knowing that I can be here for you in some capacity. So if you, again, I mean, I know I already said this, Lord knows I repeat myself a million times, but if you enjoyed this um, 
and would like to hear more episodes like this, let me know because this gives me the opportunity to still come and do episodes when I don't really necessarily have anything specific to talk about. Um, I know I was doing the card readings for a while and I was kind of planning on doing that as a somewhat regular thing, but I think I only did two or three episodes of that. Um, If you want me to get back into that, please let me know because I'm more than willing to do an episode like that, you know, maybe once every couple weeks, even once a month. Um, Yeah, just let me know. Let me know what you guys want to hear me talk about or ramble on about. Anyway, I am going to end it here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. As I mentioned earlier, I am trying to grow the podcast a little bit or a lot this year. So if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review, sharing this episode on your Instagram story, or sharing the podcast privately or personally with a friend or family member who might be interested, um, I appreciate it more than you know. Word of mouth, honestly, in my opinion, is one of the most amazing things because if someone is personally sort of like recommending something, to me, I enjoy that so much more than seeing like an ad on Instagram or something like that because I know that this person has experienced this or they've they've listened to this or watched this or they've gone through this and they are thinking of me enough to recommend that to me or you know I I enjoyed this podcast episode so I'm going to share it to my Instagram story because somebody else and I don't even know who but somebody else might be interested so word of mouth is the bee's knees and now I'm actually going to leave it at that so I love you love you love you thank you so much for listening and I will meet up with you next time